Greetings, everybody out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. You are listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Broadcasting to you from the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast, the third coast of Texas. The darkest truths from the darkest web need to be told. And you must listen to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Greetings, everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. So thank you all very much for tuning in to another broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast of the most Gulf Coast of Texas. It is my pride and privilege to be doing so. Thank you, listeners, new and old out there in Dreamland. Most sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all those who are recent members of the Anchor FM community. Those that have supported me financially and have gained access to the archives of hundreds of past episodes, ranging from the first season all the way up to as recent as two months ago. They are all exclusive now into the archives of the libraries of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. You can listen to my content for 36 days estimated without hearing a repeated episode. 36 days of content that's streamable and exclusively only to the Anchor FM members from the Anchor FM community. Link is available on Anchor FM directly, Anchor FM slash Beyond Top Secret Texan or Spotify. That's Beyond Top Secret Texan on Spotify. If you would like to listen to my public domain um, are new released, which are new to the public and then archived in two months. So you get two months to listen to all the new episodes, such as this one, for free. You may do so on the website, podpage.com slash beyondtopsecretexan or any of the major podcast players, uh, the platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Breaker, um, Google Podcast, etc., as well as all the minor ones as well, too, as far as I have gotten to them. So check it out. And if you need one easy, convenient way to remember or to directly access all the social media, etc., web activity that I have got going, check out the link tree slash beyond top secret Texan link, link tree slash beyond top secret Texan. Right now we're going to be getting into a shorter form episode. This is part of the True Crime series, the True Crime Occult series. This episode's going to be called Map of Hell, Devil Cult Mayhem, A Global Perspective. going to be about global satanic ritual abuse as well as a brief description of satanic ritual abuse cases which are obscure for as many states as I could get records for and as many countries as I could get records for as well 
For those who know, know. Those who follow Program to Kill, Lowfield in Love, for example. That's my shout-out for this episode. Go on YouTube and his personal website, Program to Kill, and support Lowfield for Love. Or Lowfield and Love. Sorry, Lowfield and Love. All one word. That's the user channel. The content series is Programmed to Kill, based on the book Programmed to Kill, by Dave McGowan. Those who know also know that I am a huge proponent of Program to Kill, and was one of my first conspiracy theories that I fully endorsed. And evangelically spread across both my community circle and as many ears as I could reach. I think everyone should know the information presented in the videos and in the cases and in the book itself under the banner Program to Kill, serial killers being a military psyop as well as cover for satanic ritual abuse and human sacrifice as well as a thriving snuff film industry and organized crime. Either paid-for hits, drug wars, or interpolitical mafia killings, gang wars of various organized crime syndicates, or military intelligence, espionage, spy hunting, and other wet work type activities. But really, how can you draw any line? between these horrific acts. As overtly occult or overtly evil, it begins with the direct affiliation and association with satanic or cult imagery and motivations. So this separates it from regular true crime and elevates it into a very elite echelon of perpetrators and those that prosecute them. It goes beyond just street crime. It goes beyond um, spree killing or thrill killing or ritual or, or serial killing. Um, in its lowest forms, most common forms, most profane forms. This is a very uh, specific genre that actually covers a huge amount of cases and subjects that have been covered up as such and presented as low-form, profane, unconnected crimes. Um, and they are everything but. And then once you know, once you actually pursue that kind of, uh, the first, the YouTube channel for those watching on YouTube, uh, secondly, the website, go directly to the website that Lowfield Love, uh, has, which is Program to Kill, um, check out the forums there, check out the documentaries and the presentations that he has available. 
And it's not a new theory. This is actually the prevailing theory going into, say, for example, the 1980s. This is known as satanic panic. You know, very derisively known as satanic panic, but there's nothing panic about it. It's only a grave and serious concern, justifiably, because it is a real crime. It is a real aspect to crime. It is an organized crime. It is a religiously motivated occult crime. And as I will be putting forward an international crime, an international conspiracy for murder, child abuse, and otherwise illegality, thus the truest form of organized crime, committed by all castes and uh, walks of life, but unerringly connected with the elites and mainstream institutions such as the police, the military, especially the military, and political castes of these countries. So I will start with the presentation for Map of Hell, Devil Cult Mayhem, A Global Perspective. Listener, discretion is advised. Brazil. In July 1992, a surly mob in Rio de Janeiro was dissuaded by state troopers with machine guns from lynching the wife of a small-town mayor accused of sacrificing a six-year-old boy. The woman, her daughter and three male suspects who confessed to the killings were escorted from the police station under armed guards into a federal courthouse. Canada. As of 1977, Victoria had a black witchcraft population of about 1,000 confirmed official members. Five of the cells were branches of the Canadian Church of Satan, where these figures are gathered. Many of the witches were quote-unquote prominent business people, according to a story in the Victorian, a major newspaper, with the confessional that a substantial number were even newspaper people, end quote. In Montreal, a group known as the Continental Association of Satan's Hope, acronym CASH, advises prospective members to turn your fantasies into reality and discover for yourself the infernal power of mighty Satan. England Newspapers in the UK insist that ritually abused children are suffering, quote, false memories, end quote. Despite a survey by the British Psychological Society, published in January 1995, stating flatly that 9 out of 10 therapists believe that ritual abuse is real, 
The Society also found that mental health community overwhelmingly endorsed recovered memory therapy. The prevalence of ritual abuse in Great Britain is difficult to pin down. But in the June 1994 study performed by a research team from Manchester University, releasing an estimate that nearly 1,000 children were victims of organized sexual abuse over a four-year period from 1990 to 1994. Another 86 were allegedly subjected to ritual abuse, but were unproven. The Daily Telegraph reported in the same period up to 1991. The study encompassed every police force and child service organization in the country to anonymously submit data. Yet only a small minority of abusers were officially convicted. Despite the assurances of Britain's False Memory Society, press accounts of cultic outrages appear at a regular pace. The London Times ran a news brief on June 26, 1993, reporting succinctly that two men found dead in a fume-filled car surrounded ritualistically with flowers at Fairham, Hampshire, were due to appear in court today. Both men had been accused of offenses involving schoolboys and animals. In 1994, Princess Diana's brother, Earl Spencer, let on in the House of Lords, no less, that devil worshippers had been holding ceremonies on the estate grounds where she was raised. We have had everything from fences being pulled down and burned, animals killed, devil worship, and motorbike racing. Spencer claimed that things had been left behind by the devil worshippers. It's just a diversion, he said. I don't think it's serious. In Leeds, the Sorcerer's Apprentice Magic Shop offers books on the occult, leather bullwhips, idols, spell kits, pentacles, altar drapes, chalices, and embalming fluid. Chris Bray, the shop's proprietor, boasts a clientele roster of some 300 self-avowed Satanists. Mind control, torture, and politics converged in the death of a labor councillor in Manchester, a self-proclaimed sadomasochist and Satanist who boasted of his involvement in the murder of several young local men. The politician, named Chris Rogers, was stabbed to death by cult leader Colin Henry, as reported in The Guardian for February 2, 1994. Dr. Gill, a psychiatrist, said that Henry feared his mentor, who he believed had mental powers to manipulate him. Germany in Magicians of the Golden Dawn, Alec Howe 
allows that the belief in Crowley's authority survives even today in certain German and Swiss groups, notably at Stein near Zurich, where the Ecclesia Gnostica Catholica, a branch of the Order of the Templars of the Orient, OTO, still performs his Gnostic Mass. The Third Order of the Golden Dawn, Vestiges of the original organization's inner order is said to be highly political and still active in England, Switzerland, and Germany. Greece In December of 1993, a pair of Greek military conscripts confessed to kidnapping, murder, rape, and the grisly murders of two women in satanic rituals. Six others in the cult were charged with complicity in human sacrifice and black magic rituals. On December 30th, the Daily Telegraph reported the sect was discovered to have headquarters in the northern outskirts of Athens after one of four women being ready for sacrifice at Christmas reported the rituals to police. Honduras. The establishment of U.S. military bases in the 1980s gave rise to a high incidence of child prostitution. Newspaper articles from Honduras complained bitterly of the off-duty diversions of servicemen. America Magazine ran a story in 1987 on a series of satanic murders of children in the town of Comayaga near the Palmarolo military base. No arrests were ever made. Malaysia The dismembered corpse of Maislan Idris, a Pehang legislator, was found in his country home in 1993, surrounded by black magic paraphernalia. In nearby fields, police found the remains of other victims. No arrests were ever made. The Netherlands. Unaccountable reports of child abuse in Ode Pikela, the proverbial sleepy village with a population of eight near the German border began to surface in May 1987 when two children ages 4 and 5 exhibited physical symptoms of sexual assault including in one case persistent bleeding from the anus the examining physicians reported large scale ritualistic abuse after interviewing the children some 50 children may have been involved the children disclosed watching a videotape and seeing their friends on the screen engaging in lewd acts, a tactic used to overcome the children's resistance and fear. Then parties were held, and the children were instructed to undress. They remembered sitting on the floor naked, being forced to lick the genitals and breasts of adults, and walk around in circles with little leather belts tied around their penises. They also told of swimming in pools with their heads were dunked underwater, of being washed with colored shampoo. 
Other substances given them included drugs, sometimes applied by injection, or balloons placed over their mouths, and feces rubbed on them. The children were ordered to hit a black child. This, they were instructed, was not a bad thing to do. Interviewers asked the children whether the victim of this moral exercise might have been a doll. They denied it, although some of them offered that they had played with decapitated dolls. When interviewed in groups, they often corrected each other and added significant details. One psychiatrist reported that many of the children discussed being abducted on several occasions. The children were approached by men and women on bicycles or in cars dressed as clowns sometimes. The abductees were rendered compliant to the sexual abuse with drugged candy, ice cream, and lemonade. Panama Jack Anderson's February 7, 1992 column reported U.S. military officials in Panama have uncovered a Satan-worshipping ring of about 20 American teenagers at an Air Force base living there. The military attempted to contain the story, but Panamanian sources said the cult was discovering that parents, just in time to prevent a mass suicide of the teenagers, which they had planned. The teenagers were students at Corundo Junior High, a Defense Department school on Panama's Pacific coast. They ranged in age from 13 to 15. Most were children of military personnel at Howard Air Force Base. South of Africa In Johannesburg, doctors contemplated sex chain surgery for a toddler with sex organs mutilated in a witchcraft ritual. The child was discovered in a Soweto field. His thumbs had been cut off and someone had attempted to gouge out his eyes. United States Alabama in April 1986, cattle were mutilated by cultists in Gunterville, and cattlemen were threatened. Arizona. Confirmed cult activity near Tucson and a long litany of cattle and goat sacrifices. California. On December 19, 1987, in the town of Lancaster, Andrea Reynolds stabbed her four-year-old boy to death then turned herself into the 700 Club hotline. She had some problems, a neighbor told the Los Angeles Herald. The child suffered multiple stab wounds. Two open Bibles were found on either side of the body, which were sprawled on his mother's bed. Two full-grown dogs and three puppies had dr been drowned in the bathtub. In February 1984, five residents of Newport Beach stole off with body parts from a mausoleum. To curb the rise in animal sacrifices, the Los Angeles City Council approved an ordinance banning occult-style killings. A spokesman for the Department of Animal Regulation estimated that as many as 300 animal sacrifices had occurred in L.A. in the previous year, with reports coming in from every community in the city. Councilman Richard Alatre said that he feared these incidents are only the tip of the iceberg. Connecticut. 
in Wilton, a satanic cult desecrated churches and threatened to murder young children. Florida. In West Palm Beach, a gang of youths known as the Legion of Doom passed a death penalty on anyone who married outside the group. The Legion boasted 15 to 20 members who played at Satanism, according to the New York Times. A search of the Legion headquarters after the murder of 18-year-old Troy Collins produced a bloody chain, a baseball bat with hair on it, and bloody clothing. Some play. The walls were decorated with satanic inscriptions. Four adults were charged with the beating death of Mr. Collins. Daycare center operator John Shaver of Fort Lauderdale was charged by police in 1990 with taking nude photographs of children in his care. As 14 of the children began medical and psychological exams, a hotel maid discovered him with his right hand or right wrist slashed. Child pornography was found in his home. Three of the children attending Shaver's daycare center were found to have gonorrhea. In Stewart, Florida, Montessori school principal James Torrid pleaded guilty to child abuse charges and received a 15-year sentence. His secretary, Brenda Williams, was convicted to six years. Illinois. In 1980, a self-proclaimed witch in Chicago beat her roommate who was left alone for six days to die. Four years later, four Chicago-area cultists were, according to police, believed to have been responsible for 18 combined murders. The victims were slashed, their body parts used in rituals. In DuPage County, in 1986, a series of murder trials of four men belonging to a satanic cult were held. The prosecution charged that the men raped, killed, and mutilated up to 18 young women, including Carol Pappas, a wife of former Chicago Cubs pitcher Milt Pappas. Also in 1986, a police officer was shot by hitmen for the owner of an unorthodox church. A Chicago Tribune article reported that the owner of the church was a city hall big shot, as well as the head priest of such church and after hiring the hitman told police that they were on their way to Bridgeport to beat up a pastor when the officer intervened. Maine Ongoing desecration of Christian churches is a real problem across the state especially in the rural townships and villages. Massachusetts. A cultist in Fall River ripped the head off of a prostitute with his bare hands in 1981. In Cape Cod, there has been a plague of reports of repugnant cult activity since the early 1970s. The naked and mutilated bodies of four young women, their hearts cut out, were exhumed from shallow graves near the Cape in 1971. In September 1984, parents in Malden worried about their daughter's inability to urinate. After police investigation, a woman, her son, and daughter were picked up on charges of child rape. Other children told of being forced to take part in animal sacrifices. 
Gerald Tukey Amaral was accused of dressing as a clown and abusing children in a magic room. Amaral was sentenced to 30 to 40 years, and the women received terms of 20 years each. In 1987, a Christmas creche was born in Boston. A dead sparrow and beef tongue were found nailed to the creche. Missouri and Carl Junction, the southwest corner of the state adjoining Arkansas and Kansas. Several cults are said to be currently active. The favorite ceremonial sites are the dozens of abandoned lead and zinc mines scattered throughout the region. In December 1987, a boy was given 60 blows to the head. His body was found in a cistern. Three classmates were arrested for the murder after confessing that they had been exposed to a local devil cult. Montana. Serial killer Stanley Baker confessed to eating the heart of one of his victims in a ritualistic satanic cannibalism act. He was recruited from a Wyoming campus by a cult based in California known as the Four Pie Movement. The Four Pie subscribed to a hybrid of Nazi beliefs and occultic lore. The cult has been known to sacrifice victims on an altar decorated with dragons. Baker, who has shown no remorse, formed his own cult of prison inmates while incarcerated. New Jersey. Church and graveyard desecrations in several towns have been reported. New York. Police raided a Bronx apartment in 1980 and rescued 62 caged animals intended for sacrifice. At West Point Military Academy, 58 children claimed to have been ritually abused by their preschool teachers, forced to play a game called Marry the Devil, Swallow Excrement, etc. The Army, parents alleged, launched an ambitious cover-up. Investigators insisted that abuse took place, but the case was plagued by a lack of material evidence and was dismissed in court. Some of the children contracted venereal diseases. Janet Martin, an unlicensed daycare operator in White Plains, was accused of molesting children and urinating on them. The defense claimed that child questioning techniques were tainted and charged that the children only gave bizarre accounts of abuse after coercion by their therapists. Eighteen children testified in an 11-month trial. One perp was convicted on felony charges and received a 25- to 50-year sentence. In Ohio, in Cincinnati, a loosely organized circle of black magicians made their presence known in the late 1960s by leaving pierced sheep hearts in public parks. Mint, white witches in Cincinnati feared as a curse on the city and its population. Oregon. A nine-year-old boy told friends that he wanted to grow up to be like his mother, a high priestess who eats babies. The boy recruited 24 children into his cult of child witches before getting the attention of the authorities. In December 1987, a Roseburg, or in Roseburg, Three Christian daycare centers 
were the source of allegations resulting in the sentencing of a minister and his wife and son. Rhode Island. Two boys were murdered within a week of each other in late 1987. William Sorrento, age 21, was charged with the killings. When questioned, he said he was ordered to kill them by Satan. In Texas. In Houston, a man was caught in flagrant delecti with an 8-year-old boy in the midst of a satanic initiation ceremony in October 1980. An infant's body was discovered in a black box owned by a teenage devil devotee of the same cult four years later. In Fort Worth, a babysitter received a 70-year prison sentence without probation for killing a two-year-old child in her registered daycare center. The child was killed after the sitter repeatedly struck the baby's head against a blunt object. Hard on the 1989 police raid on the Matamoros cult in Mexico, the Houston Post reported that the name of a suspect in the case, one Rick Block, had turned up in documents seized from the Southern Air Transport C-123K cargo plane downed by the Nicaraguan Sandinistas, which kicked off the Iran-Contra revelations. Near Austin, Texas, Daniel and Francis Keller, operators of a daycare center, were convicted in November 1992 for the aggravated sexual abuse of a three-year-old girl. Molestation aside, three children from the center alleged that they had giant germs implanted in their bodies and had been forced at gunpoint to participate in the making of pornographic movies. Washington State Animal sacrifices and mutilations Cult members have been consistently reported by law enforcement near the sites of animal sacrifices in rural communities across the state. That is a short list going just to cover a wide range of locations. As a kind of food for thought exercise when it comes to the connection between true crime and the occult and the genre of program to kill. Thank you all very much for listening. I'm the Beyond Top Secret Texan. You can catch me through Linktree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. Catch me on Twitter. It's my current flagship for social media uh, where I post dark web evidence as well as this podcast um, community either through Telegram or through uh, signing up through Anchor FM. So thank you all very much. God bless you. Peace out. God bless you and your families.